Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 53 of the B-Team podcast. Hello, Ben. Hi. Buzzy. We, <laughs> we have a lot of stuff to get to tonight. We had a big weekend in college football, some NFL stuff to get to. The NFL season kicked off this week, and, of course, we'll round it out with some picks. But it only feels fitting to talk about the biggest matchup of the weekend first. Talked a lot of shit in the offseason, Ben, about fantasy football. Oh, that's where we're going, huh? That's where we're going. I'm just saying. Hey, fantasy championships aren't one week one. My team came out a little slow. Your team outperformed. I was the highest scoring team that lost in our whole league. It's all right. We bounced back. Ben, I started a guy that scored zero points. You also have Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. So, Whose fault is that? Not mine, because neither was available when I picked. I convinced you, you, <laughs> you, convinced you that ju- keeping Justin Jefferson was a good idea. You, you Lamar Jackson's a better value. I hate you for making me do this. Me, 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 me. <laughs> so angry. You lost for the Not- first time in a year. You're so mad. <laughs> no, I lost a few games last year. All I right, don't let's... like it. I'll admit that. I don't like it, but we bounce back. Andrew's going to get the brunt of it this week. You can He can thank you for that. You don't have to thank me. Dra- think that sorry-ass team that he drafted. Wait, what? Oh, my God. I don't even know who Andrew drafted. I just want to throw a shot His at him. His team's actually pretty good. His Both his quarterbacks go up against each other Thursday night, Mahomes and Herbert. Oh, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. More on that game later. <laughs> All right, the actual biggest matchup this week, Ben. I guess this is one of those times where I feel bad. I don't like that we wait until Wednesday to record. There's so many things yeah. to go over. Alabama, Texas, Saturday morning, big noon kickoff. Gus Johnson on the call. Thoughts? Uh, they back? They might be back. They they looked pretty back to me. Dude, the Quinn Ewers threw for, what, 135 in the first 10 minutes of the first quarter before he got hurt. Also, that's, that's still a bad call, that Alabama roughing the passer call. Like, I don't know oh, what yeah. they're supposed to do there. but Yeah, I mean, I guess by rule it, it was a penalty, but, yeah, I don't know what he's supposed to do. I'm glad – Sounds like maybe yours injury isn't as bad as we thought when it happened. They're still like saying what, like four weeks? Yeah, but I thought he just shattered his collar or dislocated his shoulder. But um, yeah, so they came out firing. Bama struggled on offense. Um, we're kind of chalking that up to Texas defense, which I do think Texas defense is good, but that offensive line, Busby. Doesn't look great. They also look undisciplined, like the team as a whole does. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of uncharacteristic penalties. And I I say that about the offensive line. Running the ball was a little tough, but they had that big breakout 81-yard run. But other than that, um, I thought their pass protection was actually pretty good. Bryce had a long time to throw in a lot of those plays and just had nowhere to go. 
He also had uh, – it's either – it was a combo of, like, his receivers weren't getting open, which is very odd to see for Alabama. And they dropped quite a few balls. Yeah. Now, of course, the last drive of the game, Bryce Bryce Young turned into Superman again, and they offense did what it had to do to win. But Yeah, he – um that one play on a third down, I think, where he scrambled around and then threw it, like, on a – rope across the middle to the guy and it just hit him square in the hands and dropped it. I was yep. like, when did when's the last time you saw that happen? Yep. So I throw it to Jamerson Williams and uh Henry Ruggs and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, Jalen Waddle and Jerry, Jerry Judy, Judy and all of them anymore. Yeah. Also, I'm not saying this cost them the game, but welcome to the SEC Texas, because I'm still trying to figure out what the hell the, the refs called in the end zone over there. Yeah, look at, I mean, in real time, um, definitely looked like a safety, did not look like rough in the passer. Now, when you break it down, I think it actually was a no call either way. I don't think it was rough in the passer, but I also don't think it was a safety because I think Bryce was still up technically because his butt was on the guy and he threw it forward. It just hit a guy and bounced backwards. Yeah. So I think it ended up being a no call, which still would have benefited Texas because Bam was punting out of the back of their own end zone um but i don't yeah i don't think it ended up really doing much for the game i mean if you just make a stop there at the end you win um but you know i thought texas played awesome like you said bama i mean they had 15 penalties something like that so most in the saban era which not welcome to the sec once you're in the sec (laughs) texas you will not get any of those um but one thing I've heard that the – I don't know what the name of their stadium is. is a little overrated. It looked awesome on Saturday. Yeah, it did. That crowd looked alive. Yeah, so I thought it was an awesome game. Obviously, um, Bama, I thought, didn't look that sharp. Had a lot of issues. I thought they were going to lose for the longest time. They somehow – it's one of those surviving advanced games. Bama probably comes out of here better for it. Um, probably clean some stuff up, get saving some stuff to focus on. Um, and I think Texas is a lot of confidence. I mean, the backup camp, is that his name? That's in um, card. Card. Okay. Um, play, he played hurt. I mean, you can tell he was limping around for most of the game um, and still making plays. So, I think Texas is going to be fine. And yeah. like we kind of talked about going into the season, they have a real chance to contend for the Big 12. Yeah. I was going to name the stadium on here, but I wanted to double check and make sure. It is DKR, Daryl K. Royal, Texas Memorial Stadium. Um so they're down Quinn Ewers now, Texas is, and they're down Hudson Card probably for this week because he was he was on one leg by the end of that game. Yeah. They play UTSA this week. They should win regardless. But this yeah. it, this seems like a perfect like oh yeah Texas slip up spot. Yeah. Perfect letdown game. Um, but regardless, they want a lot of people over with the way that they played Saturday. And uh, Alabama, uh, they're still, what, number two in the AP Bowl, so it doesn't really matter, but uh, did slip just a little bit and looked vulnerable for the first time in a while. So Love that. Um, and one more thing. What's Arch Manning thinking? I mean, look, if Quinn Ewers is as good as he looked on Saturday, then he's got one more year and then he's gone anyway. He'll be oh, a, yeah, redshirt, he'll be a draft-eligible redshirt sophomore. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So, 
But yeah, it, it, we talked about that on Saturday. It always cracked me up when people are like, you know, next year Arch is gonna be playing in this game. Like, is he? Is he really? Because no, yours is apparently <laughs> like the goat of goats. Yeah, he's he was slinging the ball, and I love that from Sark too. He came out with an obvious game plan that we're gonna push the ball, we're gonna sling it, like we're not scared. I love that. Yeah, I mean, you can't play scared against Alabama, so yeah, you have to you have to send it. So uh, I thoroughly. Thoroughly enjoyed that game. We were both very wrong about it. Yeah, we were. I'm I'm glad I was wrong, but we were yeah, very me wrong. Too. All in all, a good week for our picks, though. We'll recap yeah. those later. Uh, Tennessee Pitt, Ben. Pitt ended up – I can't remember if they were on the backup with one leg or the third-string <laughs> quarterback by the time the game ended. Tennessee did cover somehow the game in <laughs> overtime. Fun game. Uh, I think Pitt went up 10 nothing, if I'm not mistaken. And then Tennessee ended up fighting back, uh, tie game going into overtime, obviously. And then uh, Tennessee scored and held Pitt um, in the first overtime. Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch a ton of this game. Um, I don't know if you did. But from what I did watch, it was entertaining back and forth. Tennessee didn't do what I thought Tennessee was going to do, which was kind of dominate this game. Um, like we talked about last week. Pitt scoring points, pushing the ball down the field when you throw it. It was kind of weird. Yeah, shocker. Keon Slovis looked really good whenever he was healthy. Yeah, he just – that first drive, I mean, it went straight down the field. It, it, super easy. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad Tennessee got it. I mean, I, don't say, I shouldn't say glad. Uh, we picked them, and I guess it's good for the quote-unquote SEC. But good game. But these teams, I think, are – I mean, Pitt was really good last year. So they're not gonna be that good, but Tennessee better than better. I think than both them. I think both of these teams are pretty good. I think Saturday proved that pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Tennessee is. I I don't know why Tennessee's not ranked higher than what they are. Uh, and Pitt has proved me wrong thus far in the season. They're a tough football team, and uh, I thought they were gonna flounder this year. And honestly, whenever they did what Pat Narduzzi said they were gonna do, they have floundered. It's whenever they, you know, run an offense from this century that they actually look pretty good. But. Yeah, well, they struggle with the West Virginia team that uh... – yeah. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. and peace, Neil Brown. Lost to, <laughs> R.I.P. and peace to my take of West Virginia being good this year. I think, I I think, think we both said that, to be fair. So. <laughs> yeah. It's a, I mean, there was only real. five and a half. It made a lot of sense. <laughs> and to they be fair, they should it. be 2-0 right now. Yeah, they lost to Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lance Leipold making moves. All right. Iowa State and Iowa, Ben. If you thought Iowa football couldn't get more boring, boy, let me tell you. Dude. <laughs> I got I the beginning you. of this game. I got the end of this game. And that's really all you needed to see. You watched more than I did. I texted you that morning and said the easiest play of the day is the Iowa-Iowa State under. I think it um, ended up at 39, and they 39 scored combined and 17. Yeah. <laughs> Just brutal, man. Uh, I don't know. What's the what's the stat? Iowa has more punts. Iowa has down. 16 punts, and they have scored 14 points this year. Scored 14 points, yes. And only 10 of those points are via offense. Reminder that they played – I think it was South Dakota State in the first game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't couldn't pay me to watch that. 
I couldn't imagine being an Iowa fan. Yeah, it can't be fun. I mean, this, that, that would explain why they're such miserable people, though. Well, yeah, but that's an entirely different story altogether. But imagine, like, Kirk Ferentz is, like, the greatest thing that's ever happened to that program, right? So you can't, like, be mad at Kirk Ferentz. But you also kind of have to be mad at Kirk Ferentz because he hired his son as offensive coordinator. Like, you know he's not going to fire his son. So where do you go from here? So we got racism, nepotism. What else we got at at Iowa? False (laughs) holier-than-thouness? Pointism? They're scared of points? Like, what what is it? Uh, Yeah, I just – there's just no – literally no no interest in Iowa football. What's bad is that they might be the best – they still might be the best team in the Big Ten West. They're they're not. They're not. (laughs) They're not. I've already told you that team is. Conference is booty. Not (laughs) Kayshawn booty either. Uh – there's a joke to be made about how they're torturing kids in a hospital and making them watch their games, but I, I'm not the man to make that joke. Sounds like you just did. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some fun belt. Oh, let's talk about some fun belt. No, uh, this is this is good and bad for us both. <laughs> Why? Uh well we'll start podcast. we'll start we'll start with We'll start with the, the bad. We are the world's leading Notre Dame podcast. That's been very much so clarified time and time again. Uh, Marshall just came into South Bend and put a shellac in on Notre Dame. That game was never like – like Marshall looked like the better team the entire way through. And, look, mm-hmm. this is – Marcus Freeman coached in the bowl game, lost to Oklahoma State. It's fine. Marcus Freeman's second game was at Ohio State. You lose 21 to 10. Fine. You can't lose to Marshall, my man. <laughs> he was like, yeah, man, this whole thing's easy. I, I just keep losing and they like me. <laughs> Marshall beats you? You're dead, man. Yeah, this was this was shocking. I'll, I'll say that. This was kind of the first shocker of the year for me. Where uh, there was no world that I thought this was happening in. Notre Dame was 21-point favorites. I had him in my parlay. I just took a money line, not even a cup. They couldn't do that. <laughs> that is tough. What were the odds on that? Like minus a thousand? Pretty much, yeah. I just threw them in there because I needed an extra win. <laughs> Yikers. Yeah. Um, Marshall just molly whopped them. On top of that, they lost Tyler Butner. Not that it matters or anything, but Drew Pine's gonna be starting, I think, for the rest of the year. Or he's gonna be starting this week. I think Tyler Butner's out for the rest of the year. Tough. But but, I mean, if someone's on, you got to score eventually. Like that defense is way too good, way too good to be wasted on that offense. It's it's Indiana, Iowa. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Also, former Mississippi State assistant Charlie Huff, now the head coach at Marshall, might be getting a look at another job here soon. We'll see. I don't know the the running back coach. Yeah. That was like uh, uh, Joe Moorhead's first big hire whenever he got the state job. Yeah. He came from – did he end up at Penn State or was he from Penn State? I think he came from Penn State. Didn't he go to Alabama after Mississippi State? Yeah, he did. He did. That's right. And then ended up over there. 
right, we have one more fun belt game to get to. We're going to skip that for right now and come back to it. <laughs> that one might be a fun little. <laughs> Wisconsin and Washington State. Again, no one wants to win the Big Ten West. Yeah, trash. Wisconsin trash. I mean, like, Iowa State didn't look good. That's your Big Ten West winner. Trash. Your Big Ten West winner lost in week zero. Yo, to a good team. Are they, though? Yeah, they're better. Probably. Yeah, they probably are. Yeah, I, I think mean, my, I think my Big Ten runner up is just fired their head coach. I can't, or my Big Ten West runner up just fired their head coach. So <laughs> all out on the Big Ten West. Uh, yeah, this was a, a shocker. I mean, we've said that a lot, but team coming in there, Wisconsin just kind of getting pushed around. I mean, again, was it 17 14? Yeah. Again, update your offense, man. Like it's 2022. <laughs> Then again, they do have a five-star quarterback that literally looks like taller me. Like he he can't he just can't throw, can't throw. I don't know what you I don't know what you want to do on offense. You have a five-star quarterback can't throw. Put Busby out there. You still have some eligibility. I got a lot of it. I don't want to use up any of it. I'm waiting on the day that Mike Leach calls. He's like, "Hey, I need a gunslinger." Like, have you called yeah. someone else? <laughs> they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, I need a kicker." You're like. Can't be worse. <laughs> that is true. Florida and Kentucky, a game that we were split on last week. Yeah, I don't like to talk about this one. I am going to go ahead and give the what the hell happened week one KJ Costello in memoriam trophy of the year to Anthony Richardson. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because uh, he looked like ass cheeks. Uh, Kentucky looked like the better team because they are the better team. They look more physical. They look more dominant. Uh, and I, I know, like, the first half was close, but Kentucky just kind of manhandled them by the end of the game. Will Levis didn't do anything, like, crazy. He had that one super nice deep ball that he threw. Um, no Chris Rodriguez, too. Like, he's not going to be back until the Ole Miss game. So, this was just a bigger, stronger physical Kentucky team with a backup running back. I hate Florida. <laughs> Why? They made me believe. I hated them when Dan Mullen was there. And I was like, okay, he's gone. I can get back on this train. Came out week one, beat Utah. When I had Utah. I had Florida. I've been right about Florida all the way through. And then they did this to me. You did ask me last week, a little behind the scenes for our B-team listeners. You texted me. You said, who do you think is the most overrated team in the country right now? I said, based on ranking, it's Florida. You called me crazy. You know who I said? I think you said Arkansas. Did I? Maybe I did. I have no idea. I thought I said a team that got beat this weekend. Oh, okay. Well, they're coming up. You might have said them too. But, yeah, Kentucky looked awesome. Them and uh, Tennessee are going to be fighting it out for that second spot in the uh, SEC East. I think that game is in Knoxville this year. I could be wrong about that. Regardless, I think Tennessee is going to beat Kentucky, but it's a different story altogether. What about Vandy, man? Uh, yeah, Mike Wright got hurt. Yeah, and they're was... currently two-and-a-half-point underdogs at Northern Illinois because, again – 
They're going to Northern Illinois for reasons unknown. I'm just saying, watch out for the Commodores. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> BYU Baylor, another overtime game. We were on opposite like, ends of this one, too. Yeah, is this like the most underrated atmosphere in the country? BYU? Well, BYU is good. That place will get rocking. And they have an awesome stadium. Got the mountains in the background and whatnot. Yeah, it was sick on TV. It was rocking, too. It was crazy. Um, yeah, BYU comes out on top. With down their two top receivers, so pretty good. Karen Hall is so good, dude. Yeah, I mean it was it was a good game. I mean, like you said, it went to overtime. So kudos to Baylor traveling out there in front of that crowd, and you know. But that's another team that came into the season kind of overrated. I thought Baylor acquitted themselves pretty well. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. I think they they played fine. I mean, we had them as the most overrated team in the Big Twelve, anyway. And I but, think, like, I I love Dave Aranda. And uh, I I thought they played well. I thought just BYU was a better team playing at home. They get Arkansas, they get Arkansas in Provo in a couple weeks, by the way. Ooh, I'm going to love being a Mormon. <laughs> um, I think it's better nowadays to hire a defensive coach, defensive head coach, or do you think it matters? Um... Trying to think, you got Aranda, you got Kirby Smart, Nick Saban. The defensive, this is what I this is what I feel with defensive coaches. I think defensive coaches tend to get out of the way a lot more. They're like, okay, I'm gonna handle the defense, I'm gonna hire someone to take care of the offense and go from there. Now Nick Saban's kind of a separate entity altogether where he controls everything. Um but I feel like offensive coaches want to have a say in the entire the entirety of the team, whereas defensive coaches are more like, yeah, I'll handle this. I'm going to hire someone really good to handle that, and we'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. I was just curious because, I mean, you got like Leach, Kiffin. Uh, Lincoln Riley. Yeah, Lincoln Oh, I guess Venables is another defensive guy. He's a guy. defensive guy. Because um, you have like yeah. Sam Pittman as a CEO type and Dabo Sweeney as a CEO type and all this I didn't kind even of think stuff. think about it. You got um, – you got Beamer as a special teams guy. Yeah. I actually think he was a tight ends coach whenever he got hired from Oklahoma. Yeah. I just assume special teams because of his dad. Yeah. Okay, anyway, that was just a tangent that just randomly popped in my head. Another team that got shellacked on Saturday. Oh, South Carolina? Yeah. Well, I mean, did they? Shellacked? Yeah. yeah. What was the final? Like 44-30. Yeah, I mean that's not shellacked. Yeah, that game 30. was game was never close. Yes, it was. It was never close. Arkansas was the, never in danger of losing that game. Then the second half was a one score game. No, Arkansas was yeah. down both of their starting safeties. Okay, well that, that doesn't that doesn't mean the game was a shellacked. I, I I count nothing that happens in garbage time. The game was never going to end up any way other than how it ended up. You're you're such a turd. All right, Ben. Let's get to it. We've waited long enough. The newly minted $90 million man, Jimbo Fisher, <laughs> and his fighting Texas Aggies, whoop, 
paid one and a half million dollars for App State to come in there and push them around for three and a half hours on Saturday. Talk about a game that was never close. No, they scored seven points on offense and seven points via kick return. Otherwise, App State wins this game by double digits, two scores. I think they ran like – I forget at one point in the game. It was like they had run one play on their side of the field. Uh, uh, they also Haynes, saw a stat. Go ahead. Haynes King threw for, what, 80-something yards? Yeah, he had like a, less than 100 yards of total offense. Yeah. I uh, saw a stat where Texas a was like tied for first in red zone efficiency this year on scoring touchdowns that are 100%. They're also like dead last in – uh, attempts because they've been in the red zone once. <laughs> Offensive guru Jimbo Fisher, quarterback whisperer. This is at what point do they get tired of it? We've been saying this for years, oh, yeah. Ben. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. they bid against themselves to give the guy a raise because seven and a half million per year wasn't good enough. They needed to have nine. Well, that was a Ross Bjork special, so. God. Another, another thing, like, who are these dopes that keep hiring Ross Bjork? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, but, yeah, I don't know when – and I and I shouldn't group all A&M fans in together because I'm sure it's a, it's a, a loud minority. I'm sure there's a silent majority that is fed up and is like, I'm sick and tired of this and all that. But uh, when do you just say this is enough? I mean, he's got the number one recruiting class. He's a huge narcissist. He spent, he calls a press conference this year for himself to talk bad about another coach who he worked under, who kind of made him who he was, who he, you know, does all this and then comes out and loses to App State. What are we doing? And he runs an offense that was good 15 years ago. Yeah. I mean you, you know what we should be doing? We should be putting some respect on Jameis Winston's name. <laughs> Can I be honest with you? I used to hate Jameis Winston. I love him now. Yeah, he's Soundbite. Fine. He's so funny. He's he's fine. Because he because he doesn't mean to be funny. He's just funny. Um yeah, I just I don't know how much longer this lasts. Uh they look like a what eight and four, seven and five team at this point. Um, maybe if they're lucky. I mean, think about it. Are they going to beat Alabama? No. Are they going to beat Arkansas and Dallas here in a couple weeks? Are they no. going to go on the road and beat Mississippi State? No. Are they going to beat Ole Miss? That's that's toss. I mean, that's at. But you're just named. You just said no for three. That's at best eight and four. True. Yeah, because they already lost one. Yeah. So. That's that's yeah that's what we're talking about then. And yeah, okay, dude. <laughs> why do you? Why? Um, when's enough enough? I don't know. I love it. It's such good content because then they lose, and then all the yell leader stuff comes out, and then they DMCA everybody because they're huge weirdo freaks and. Try that to remove it from the internet, even though L. there's a live stream every Friday that everyone can go watch. Mm -hmm. None of this is private. You're putting this out into public. Yeah, I mean, just don't do it if you're embarrassed about it. There's a lot of things that program and that university shouldn't do. 
There's just a strange place. Have you? Have you? I'm sure you have the nut grabbing thing they used to do. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That you can't do that. <laughs> it's so like I I love, like I genuinely love A and M because of how much I hate A and M. I have a I have just a quick message for all A and M people out there. Be normal. Just exist in society and conform to the norms. That's all we're asking. Just don't be weird psycho freaks. We attended a university that rings a metal object that is supposed to notify you when a cow is on your property. And we are substantially more normal than that university is. Yeah, it's not even a comparison. Michael Leach is our head coach. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's, it's, I sat there in joy Saturday watching that. Oh, dude. I, I, that's the, in that window, that's what I watched. Yeah. I didn't watch anything else. It pleased me very much. The school is so yeah, weird. And they keep so doing bad. They keep doing weird stuff. They think that they're all like high, like, They've always thought that they were mightier than Mississippi State, even though I think we have beaten them more times than vice versa since they've joined the SEC. Five and four, maybe. Yeah. If it wasn't for Johnny Manziel, no one would have given a shit about you guys in the last 10 years. They beat Bama last year. Yeah. Still one of life's great. How did that happen? Yeah. Zach Calzada must stink, by the way, because he's running third string at (laughs) at Auburn. And if you look at the stat box that uh, T.J. Finley and, and Robbie Ashford are putting up, it is atrocious. He beat Bama last year. Yeah, figure that one out. All right, Ben, let's move along to the game that everyone was watching at midnight. Mississippi State goes on the road to Arizona. Just another ho-hum 22-point victory. Didn't really play all that well. Had some stuff to clean up. Still went 1,500 miles away, was the better team all the way through. Game, again, was never in doubt of being close. Spanked that wildcat ass. Maxed him around. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'm sick and tired of playing so late, dude. I can't. I think I would have loved it when we were in college, but I can't anymore. Second well, of all, go ahead. We play at five this week. And noon next Thank week, God. so you're good. Um, yeah, I was texting you earlier this week. I will never complain about 11 a.m. kickoff ever again. Um, one thing I will say – well, a few things I'll say. First thing, Arizona drives straight down the field on their first drive and scores a touchdown. First thing I think is, oh, shit. Yeah, same. Seen this story, been there, done this. It's about to be ugly. And guess what happened? Mississippi State – Whooped that ass from there on out. Yeah, yeah. That was first the final drive score? was the mirage. Uh, uh, thirteen. What was it? Final score. Yeah, thirty-nine seventeen. Thirty-nine seventeen. So we outscored. Could have been forty-one seventeen if we could make an extra point. Right. So outscored them thirty-nine to ten from there on out. The only touchdown they scored was off of a fumble that they ran. They back returned to the four-yard four line. Yeah. So it was an it was a butt whipping in a forty six yard field goal. Yeah. So the defense, I thought people I've seen things out there that our defense hasn't shown much or hasn't looked that great. I don't know what they're watching. 
Um, our defense looks a lot better. I'm not saying they're all SEC across the board, but they look a lot better. Um, they give up some big plays here and there, but they recover really well. They don't compound mistakes like they have in the past. Um, and then the offense, yeah, we had a few hiccups, but still looked really good. I yeah. mean, Rogers did Caleb another four Ducking. touchdowns. What? what Caleb, Ducking, Caleb Ducking did get hit in the face with a football that ended up being picked off. But yeah, but uh, he did uh, have two uh, touchdowns after that. So he's like the bizarro world Malik Keith. He's what we always wanted Malik Keith to be. I mean, in the back of the end zone, he is like the Arizona does guys like grabbing him by the face mask and pushing him around. He just doesn't do anything. That's like the opposite of Malik Heath. Also, duck dance, fantastic celebration. Yeah, all time, man. <laughs> like, that's my new favorite player. <laughs> Will Rogers looked awesome. Uh, that soil erosion company or whatever it is that offered $1,000 to the Make-A-Wish program for every touchdown Will Rogers threw. I, I hope your company is flourishing, my man, because <laughs> you're in a hole. <laughs> is it uh, eight or nine? It's nine now. Nine, yeah. He's almost uh, got a thousand yards. Yeah, he had two to he had two to ducking and two to Austin Williams on Saturday. Um, he didn't he 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 could not spread it to twelve guys this week. He had to limit it to ten. Such a shame. The thing this is it may sound crazy. I think it's ten thousand to one for him to win the Heisman right now. It's not worth a little sprinkle. I mean, yeah, Mississippi State's not – he's not going to get the votes because he plays for Mississippi State and they're not going to be there at the end. But this is a good football team and he's awesome, so. If they can win 10 games – I mean, Matt Crow was in the conversation last year and he didn't have near the stat line that Rodgers going to have. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, crazier things have happened. I would throw, like, a little coin on that. I I don't mind it. <laughs> Um, yeah, we got two LSU this week. First big SEC scares, <laughs> scares me. Yeah, we keep every week, every time, yeah. every new week, we're just like, Oh, I'm through. But like next week, I'm gonna be like, I don't know, man. Bowling Green only lost by 40 last week, like they might be pretty good. Um, are we looking ahead? Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, I think we handle LSU first time we've been favoriting against them since like. 2000, something like that. Well, save your pick. Uh, you <laughs> Okay, I'll save it. <laughs> save it for after the break. I'll save it, but, yeah, I'll save it. All right, Ben, do you have any closing remarks on the state game or any game that we talked about? Mm, no. What a great first, what, I guess three, but two yeah. weeks of college football we've had. Fantastic Saturday of college football. Are we looking at an 06 or 07 type season? No, because I don't think Georgia and Alabama or Ohio State are going to lose twice. Yeah, or Michigan too for strong. Matter, are going to lose twice. But yeah. Everything around that should if be a fun ride. If you ask me the most likely of those three teams to lose, it's Bama. Maybe. Hmm. Um, I mean, the problem is that Bama and Georgia and Michigan, or Michigan, uh, Ohio State, will have to play each other. Uh, I was, I wouldn't even include Michigan. Michigan would definitely be my one. But if you're saying Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, yeah. it's interesting. Uh, I, I don't, I don't dislike that take. 
but I think Ohio State would be the answer because they do yeah, play I mean, Michigan before Alabama and Georgia would have to play. They're lucky they dodge uh, Purdue. <laughs> Facts. They have to play Penn State, though. Trying to play for revenge season. All right, I'll shut up. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap us up for part one. Stick with us to the break, and we'll have uh, NFL news and notes and our picks for this week. Coming up. See you then. All right, Ben, and everyone out there listening, welcome back. Tonight's B-Team podcast episode is brought to you by the great state of Mississippi. They figured while they're, you know, donating $5 million worth of federal welfare money into Brett Favre's pockets, they might as well drop some on ours, too. I wish. All right. We both left the great state of Mississippi. Right. Uh, you going to talk some NFL? We'll we'll start. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll start with Thursday night's game. Bills at Rams. Uh, the Bills looked awesome. Bills Mafia, baby. Josh Allen, I want to kiss him on his mouth. Can I just – my team's the Cowboys, but, like, I think I'm just going to ride in the AFC this year. Well, yeah, because the Cowboys are going to be booty cheeks. Going to be? Already are, buddy. Beat you to it. Yeah, the yeah, Bills look um, awesome. Uh, way too many mouths to feed. <laughs> but Yeah. That's fair, but, I mean, the Rams have way too many mouths to feed, and they fed one. So. Yes. And it um, was fantastic. Yeah, see, this is the point where I thought our fantasy match, I had Josh Allen, for everybody wondering. I had Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Diggs. And Busby had Cooper Cup and Cam Akers. So, I, needless to say, after Thursday night, I was feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. And then Justin Jefferson happened. But, anyways, back to this one. A uh, few things we learned. Um, Devin Singletary. Everybody was talking about was it James? Is it James Cook? James Cook guy. First touch fumble. Um, spread Josh Allen spreading the ball around. Also running way too much. Can we talk about that as a fantasy owner of Josh? Yeah, Allen? that was a great. The dude was getting contorted in every different direction, getting hit from like four different guys, and still running. I'm like, what are we doing, buddy? And just getting up smiling with his goofy smile, just like yeah, whatever. He stiff armed one dude into the next planet. I don't even know who that guy's name is. Probably doesn't play NFL football anymore. Um, and then on the Rams side of the ball, Cam Akers, I don't know what he did, but three carries season, for, he had three carries for no yards. Yeah. Uh, coming into the season, Sean McVay said we have two starting caliber NFL running backs and then just proceeded to not play one of them at all. So that was confusing. I don't know if they were kind of trying to ease Akers back because of his Achilles or what, but that was head scratching. I mean, and he was back they, in the last postseason, though. Right, but looked terrible. I mean, he, he played, but like he didn't, he wasn't great. Um, or they may just think Daryl Henderson is better, which may be true. Um, and then we found out Matt Stafford just doesn't see anybody else other than number 10 when he throws the ball. Yeah, we found out that playing in the preseason probably matters. And we've also found out that Jalen Ramsey's a big freaking idiot. Oh, yeah, that's a thing I forgot. Jalen Ramsey. Stephon Diggs made him – Stephon Diggs is his daddy now. Jamar yeah. Chase was his daddy, and now it's Stephon Diggs. 
Yeah, just wait. I, you know that quote came out where he said that Josh Allen was a bad pick and and he's yeah. glad he plays them twice a year, whatever it was. Um, that, didn't he talk smack about Andrew Luck too at some point? Yeah, he insinuated that T.Y. Hilton is what made Andrew Luck good. When T.Y. Hilton. Hilton. Yeah, when it was obviously vice versa. Yeah. Um, he he said that he, he had that offseason where he just went in on like 28 out of 31 quarterbacks. Yeah. And um yeah, Josh Allen was one of them. And uh shocker, Jalen Ramsey didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, and Josh Allen threw all over him. And also just on the touchdown he gave up to Sean Diggs, Jalen Ramsey wasn't even in the picture. The only reason he was is because Josh Allen had to underthrow it or else Sean Diggs would run to the back of the end zone and Jalen Ramsey caught up to yeah. him. He allowed he a perfect passer rating. Him. He allowed a perfect passer rating when balls throw balls were thrown his way. Yeah. So uh, Von Miller's still very good, also. Yeah, 33 year old Von Miller. They sacked Matt Stafford how many times? Seven? I, I don't know. Six or seven, and they didn't blitz a single time. Look, every like the, the Bills were the pick by Vegas and betters to win the Super Bowl this year. And through, I know it's week one, through one game, looks good. Yeah, it could have been Super Bowl hangover. It could have been, you know, they got their ring. You know, it was that whole celebration. You talked about it. Don't love it. Um, but they just – the Bills looked like they were playing JV. So, I know we talked a lot about that one game, but that was kind of the big game of the week for me as far as takeaways. Yeah. Dak's out for a while. Hit his uh, throwing thumb, I guess, on uh, yeah, yeah. someone's helmet Sunday night. Yeah, everybody being mean about that and saying he high-fived the guy too hard. Like, that hap- like that's not the first time that's happened. Yeah. Like where somebody's thrown, like, followed through and hit their thumb. You can't throw without your thumb. So he had surgery. Yeah. They're, dude, their only team in week one did not score a touchdown. Yeah. The team looked with Dak looked terrible. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. I don't understand it. It, But I do understand it. I thought Kellen, Kellen Moore, I'm not stroking. That's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he would be fine, but Mike McCarthy, uh, you tried to tell us, and I believed you, but why is he a head coach? Because he's fat. Man, I can't like answer that coach? I, I, I do not know. Can we talk about the real problem with the Cowboys? It's the fa- is it the fact that they have no offensive line or the fact that their second-best receiver is Jalen Tolbert? It's the fact that Jerry Jones is controls everything. Can't wait for that dude. Uh, I don't want to wish death on anybody, but I wish he'd give <laughs> no, it up. No, because then you got Steven Jones. Dude, it's so bad. It's so, they're so bad. Yeah, that team is going to be bad. I'm sorry. Uh, congrats on your division championship, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, congrats, Eagles. I mean, at this point, every other team looks better. The Giants look better. The Commanders with Carson Wentz look better. Ah, that'll, that'll fizzle out. Yeah, but at this point, you expect the Cowboys to do anything? Oh, God, no. Uh, you also, know who the starting quarterback is for the Cowboys? Cooper Rush. Yeah. Also, TJ Watt tore a peck and just decided, now nah, I'm going to play again in like five weeks. Yeah, he's a stud. But they did say Dak may be back in like four weeks. I think that's wishful It's thinking. the same injury that Russell Wilson had last year, and Russell Wilson yeah. came back in four and, and looked like throw. ass cheeks for three weeks yeah. until it was, shocker, his thumb got better. Yeah. So, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Um, uh, Jimmy G season. Jimmy G season. 
that's a rough go to. Uh, I, I mean, he might be starting for the 49ers in three or four weeks. No, I'm not out on Trey Lance. I don't know if that game's on the agenda, but I'm not out on Trey Lance yet. That game was – the fact – that field was trash. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Every year Chicago gets made fun of for having the worst field conditions in the NFL, and they do absolutely nothing about it. That was terrible. I felt bad for both teams, but whatever. Uh, let's talk about Monday night's game. Russell Wilson returns to Seattle. Got booed. How would you feel about that? I thought that was a little tough. Well, I mean, what did you all – he went to a team where he thought he could win again. He, he's – latter part of his career, he did just sign a huge extension, which is crazy. Um, but he got out of there. Like, don't boo him. He won a Super Bowl. Like, chill. I liked it. It's fine. Did you did you like it? Did the Colts boo Peyton when he came back? Completely different circumstance. Peyton was waived, whereas Russell Wilson like vehemently asked out for a for a year, and then kept saying every time he was asked about it, "No, I'm not asking out." When everything said that he was. But what do you expect him to say? I, like, yeah, like, I want out. This don't sucks. shit on the fan base. Don't don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining, Ben. Also, don't be yeah. lame. Just be a normal. Go back. This goes back to the AM argument. Just be normal. Can you just do be normal, not, Russell Wilson? Do do not compare Russell Wilson to Texas. Just be just be normal. We love I Andrew like Luck Wilson. because he was a lovable, goofy nerd, and he didn't try to be anything else. Russell Wilson, you are that goofy nerd, and you're married to Sierra. Like you should be like the pinnacle of man. Instead, you're weird as shit, and I don't get it. I like Russell Wilson. Yeah, you would like Russell Wilson. Mr. Unbearable. I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. I think, he, see, I, think team, he, so. I think he owns it. Like, the whole Let's Ride thing, like, I think he knows I, what I he's doing. I think he thinks that's cool. No, he doesn't, dude. He knows it will – no. He, he knows. I want him to go back to being the guy that doesn't care about public perception, and he has since changed. I don't think he does. I think he's he just – He like, definitely do, does. I'm going to do stuff, and I don't care. No, he definitely cares. All right, well, uh, Russell Wilson, come to the Cowboys. Uh, also, fix your clock management. That was so bad. That, we can talk about that coach. That was bad. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. That was the worst clock management I might have ever seen. How much this is, it's, another, it's another week where, like, I'm sitting there in my living room watching the football game and going, I could do that job. Like, that's all it takes. Player. I could do that job. You pay this guy however much money, then you don't even give him a chance to go out and win the game. That's ridiculous. And you settled – it's not even like he settled for like a 50-yard field goal. He settled for a 64-yard field goal. It would have been the second longest made field goal in NFL history. Like, what are we – and he came out afterwards like, yeah, we probably should have gone for it. No shit. <laughs> but also, Seahawks look really good. Geno Smith, greatest quarterback ever, maybe. I mean, they didn't – I wouldn't say really – they look fine. I think the Broncos are going to be better going forward. They had to get that yep. first game out of the way. Uh, Seattle did look better than I expected them to. Yeah, and they're that just once again just a crazy place to play a game. Yeah. Also, uh, Geno Smith's comments after the game. I know everyone loved it. He said they tried to write me off. I didn't write back. I'm I'm fine with writing Geno Smith off. I think I think we can do that as a society. I think we're fine well, doing that. 
Let's see. He went to the Jets. Was not that great. Then he went to the Giants. Sat under Eli Manning. Then he went to the Chargers. Sat under Philip Rivers. So two probably Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Then went to Seattle. Sat under Russ Wilson. Probably, maybe, maybe. He's another Hall of Fame quarterback. And he's gotten better. I mean, I think he learned a lot, and I think he's going to be a, a decent quarterback. I'm good. I think we can write him off. I think we'll be fine. I mean, okay. That's your, that's your thoughts. <laughs> okay. Also, how about all three tight ends for the Seahawks put up better numbers than Kyle Pitts? Yeah. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> Hashtag free Kyle Pitts. To be fair, Kyle Pitts may have been more than the queen um, since his only touched on everyone London. So yeah. All right. And then we have to end it off on a bad note. The entire AFC South, <laughs> no one won, and two teams played each other. The Titans were up 13 like- and ended up losing to the Giants. Saquon Barkley looked awesome, by the way. Uh the love Jaguars that. were up well, late. Don't love the- that our- Jaguars were up late on the commanders, ended up losing. Uh, and then the Colts and Texans tied nine years in a row, nine years in a row, Ben, where the Colts have not won in week one. Although this is technically yeah, I mean, the first time where they did not lose in week one in nine years. So I'm just glad you're on the podcast because you said if y'all lose, you wouldn't be here and you tied. So yeah, and you showed that up. is what so. we call progress. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, tough for the AFC South. Also, Atlanta Falcons' biggest choke artists in the NFL again. Sorry, Zach Martin. All right, you want to pick some games? Sure. We have eight college football games. I know a lot of people don't like the slate this week. There's a lot of these games that I'm I'm going to enjoy on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, So we have eight college football games and then two NFL games. And we're tied. And we are tied, yes, after last week. I believe I went – Seven and three, and you went six and four. Yeah, we're both plus money for the year. If we went seven and four, and I went eight and three, we picked 11 games last week. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, we should start laying some coin. I can't, but you should start laying some coin on these picks. Yeah, I lost my parlay. Notre Dame lost them. We'll stop parlaying them and just bet these straight up that we play. I'm addicted to money. I'm addicted to, to parlays. Oh, yeah, parlays are the best. Um, I'll let you take the floor first. You want me to go first? Okay. Tomorrow night's game, we have Florida State at Louisville. Florida State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I, noted Florida State hater of the on this podcast, am picking Florida State. I watched yeah. Louisville play at UCF. They didn't impress me very much. I think Malik Cunningham is really, really good. I think the rest of that team could be categorized as bad. Booty cheeks. Yes, so I will uh, I will take Florida State with the points. Do you know who Louisville played last week? UCF. Ben, I watched that game. It was on Friday night. Louisville played at UCF on Friday. Who did they play week one? Syracuse. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Who Did you see the week one game? Yeah, they got beat 31-7. to seven. Not Syracuse. Yeah, I'm, I'm hammering Florida State all day. You see their uniforms? No. Is there white ones? Oh, yeah, I did. You sent those to me. Florida State's another one of those teams 
Like if everyone wants, like if they're as classic and as cool as everyone says they are, they would have classic uniforms. Stop changing up your uniforms all the time. Well, Get a, that weird sleeve thing off. And wear your good, you know, like your helmets are the best part of the uniform. Stop changing the helmets up. It's a Thursday night game. They're going. I'm a sucker for all white uniforms. I've said that before. So I love Florida State here. All right. Uh, ben, a couple of these lines changed since we talked about them this morning. Purdue is at Syracuse. It was a pick em. Now it is Syracuse minus one. What say yeah. you? I say Big Ten West champs Purdue about to show what's up. I don't think this is close. Really? Yeah. I love Gary Schrader. Sean Tucker's still there, too. Yeah, so is he the running back that puts out the weird tweets? I keep going back and forth on this game. Do it. I think Purdue's going to win, too. I like Aiden O'Connell against that Syracuse defense. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think Purdue wins. I mean, they're playing in a dome. Um, not going to be any kind of weird conditions and Syracuse home field advantage is kind of whatever. So I think Purdue plus one. Yeah, I think it's a two-score game. I wouldn't say that, but I do like Purdue. That's that's fine. You don't have to say that. I'm saying that. All right. Oklahoma at Nebraska. Oklahoma is an 11-point favorite. We also just kind of glassed over. You mentioned it a little bit, Scott Frost. Deuces. Scott Frost, no longer there. Mickey Joseph is the interim head coach. First African-American coach in Nebraska athletics history. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but also, just quick on Scott Frost, they could have waited until October 1st to fire him, and his buyout would have gone from 15 to 7 and a half. 7 million. and a half. And they were like, yeah, they are like, nah, get out. Yeah, I think you're going to be seeing a lot of stuff come out about Scott Frost in the coming days yeah. here. Uh, some of it's yeah, already starting to trickle bad. out. So, uh, all right, you, you're up. So this game opened at 13, mm-hmm. and it's moved down. Mm-hmm. Nebraska fired their head coach. Oklahoma is what the sixth ranked team in the country playing. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, but I, Ben, you got to let me lose on Nebraska again. I'm taking Nebraska plus 11. I don't know why. Like, why is this line moving the opposite I know, direction? That, that's why I want to take Nebraska so bad. The boys come out playing for their new coach. They hated Scott Frost. They come out. I like their quarterback. Um, I really, really want to take Nebraska. It, it's one of those. I, like, I it, it makes no sense, which means it makes a ton of sense. So I'm going to take Oklahoma. Okay. I mean, that's the safe pick. Like, Oklahoma's the better – like, Nebraska's not good. <laughs> but I have to – I have to – I know after week one, I said I'm, I'm done with Nebraska, or after week zero, whenever they lost to Northwestern. I got blown out by Duke the other day, by the way. I was like, I'm done with Nebraska. I can't believe I bought back in. Like, this team is bad. I have to lose one more time. I have to do it one more time just to get it through my big, thick skull. I don't hate it. Like I said, I, I want to take Nebraska, but since you did, I'm taking Oklahoma. But they all they do is keep it within 10. But. All right. BYU goes to Oregon this week, Autzen Stadium. Oregon is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. 
Is that not weird to you? A little bit, but Autzen is a tough place to play. It's not like Oregon doesn't have talent. Yeah, and they put up a butt ton of points last week against like. Yeah, who are they playing though? Yeah. Yeah, Scuba Tech. I don't know. Um, are they the second best team in their state? The people are asking. The B team poll has one team in that state ranked and not Oregon. Yeah, so I'm taking this is me, right? Yeah, this is you. I'm taking BYU. I am also taking BYU. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I think BYU is a better team. All right. Penn State at Auburn. Yeah. Ben, I've flipped on this since, game so many times. I've called this one since before the season started. There's no reason to pick Auburn in this game. That, that offense yeah. can't move the ball. Penn State is significantly better. But why do I – like, this feels like another weird Auburn game, right? Like, you leave Auburn for dead, and then they win one that they shouldn't. I couldn't live with myself if I picked Auburn. I'm taking Penn State minus the three. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking that and hammering it. Um, you guys, it's only the second time Auburn's hosted a Big Ten team ever. Really? Who's history. the other one? I don't know, but I just saw that stat earlier this week. Um, you do know that uh, James Franklin is only 19 and 18 on the road while at uh, Penn State? He's also 2-0 against Auburn all-time at Vandy and Penn State. Yeah, but it was at Vandy and it was at Penn State. Yeah, but he beat Auburn at Vandy. Um, I think it's the orange out. They're doing some weird orange thing. But, yeah, give me Penn State. That, that stadium is going to be raucous, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure. Doesn't matter. Sean Clipper is about to show out. This next okay, one. Okay, okay. You there's no there's no chance you believe that. I do. Sean Clifford's gonna show out is the mm-hmm. the 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 sentence that you're gonna die on. Mm-hmm. Penn State may win the game. Sean Clifford's never shown out a day in his life. Saturday's the day. Okay. Is it me now? Uh no, it's you. Explain ex- explain this next one to me. Miami at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I, Five-and-a-half. I, I can't explain it to you. I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah, I'm taking Miami. There's a lot of teams that are underdogs that I would do a money line parlay with. You just said don't do parlays. Okay, well, I'll put them, bet them straight up and then parlay them all. <laughs> Purdue. So, so this is BYU, one of those – Penn State, Miami. This is one of those, like, Texas A&M has to play well because they – like, they have to, or that fan base is going to start saying things that you don't want the fan base to say. Recruits are going to start looking elsewhere. There's already some weird Twitter stuff going on. Uh, you have some uh, potential recruits that are just saying, now I'm not going to show up on campus anymore. Uh, word about – Jimbo's Fisher's offense has kind of gotten out where he tries to fit athletes into his scheme rather than fit his scheme around the athletes that he has. Um, this is one of those games where AM has to rebound. 
and I'm still taking Miami. I don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be. I think it's going to be Max Johnson. You can't trot Haynes King back out there, I don't think. And I wouldn't be surprised if AM wins, but covering five and a half, I'll, I'll gladly take Miami. Same. Michigan State. So far. Yeah. Michigan State at Washington. Washington is a three and a half point favorite. Michael Penix Jr. getting it done out there in the Pac-12. This is me or you? This is you. No, this is me. Yeah. Again, another game, like another good game I'm going to watch. I'm taking whatever you don't take. Do you buy into Kalen DeBoer out there at Washington? Do you buy into Michael Penix? I talked a lot of noise in the offseason saying I didn't. They've looked really good. Uh, Peyton Thorne hasn't been as great as we thought at Michigan State. It's a long road trip. I'm going to take Washington to cover. Damn it, Busby. See, this is where my idiot brain comes into effect and I want us to have differences, so I'll take Michigan State. (laughs) All right. 5 p.m., Death Valley, Mississippi State goes to LSU. Before we do the thing, Ben, I do want to say some stuff. Okay. We talked a lot in the offseason and so far through two weeks. We think this Mississippi State team is really good. Mm-hmm. If this Mississippi State team is as good as we say, this is the first game that they have to win. Agreed. They're better than LSU. They've been better th- better for, uh, than LSU for two weeks now. It's very evident. And if you want to have the type of season that we think you can have, that 10-2 and two year, this is the type of game that you got to get. So we'll see how that goes on Saturday. But I'm assuming we're both leaning the same way here based on your comments from earlier. Yeah, so we're both taking the dogs. Let's just get that out there. We both do three, two, one dogs. We're taking the dogs. Jaden Daniels, is that his name? Yep. Scares me. We have to make him beat us throwing the ball. Everything he's done so far has been scrambling, ripping off big plays, running the ball. Um, he's looked really good doing that. If we can contain him, I think we win this game easy. Um, it scares the shit out of me. Playing at Death Valley is going to be rocking. Um, but I think we're the better team. I think, hope you know, I definitely like us to cover um, and win, but it, it does scare me. And this is one of those games where, like you said, we have to win it. If, if we we're going to talk this thing and we say we're underrated, we're still not ranked, which, by the way, does not make any sense, um, I th- we have to win. So, Mike Leach, got to go in there and get it done. Shout we'll out see. Josh Pate, by the way, for having us ranked 12th in the in his power rankings. Higher than the B team has him. Yeah. And <laughs> we're definitely homers. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So I went first in Michigan State, Washington. You technically went first on State LSU, even though we both knew where we were going. This next one. We're going to the NFL side of things. And we're going to tomorrow night's game. Uh Chargers at Chiefs. Chiefs are four-point favorites. Yep. 
I'm taking the Chargers plus four. Gosh, Busby. I like Justin Herbert. I like that offense. Oh, Ken Allen being out is going to suck. But. Yeah. Not for me, though. I have Mike Williams, so hopefully he can show up. Um, Chiefs looked really good last week. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Just obliterated the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, Patrick Mahomes, like, yeah, I'm still really freaking good. Travis Kelsey, I'm still really freaking good. Yeah, they revamped freaking that offense. Mark Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. Juju. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, just looking like a stud again. Um, yeah, so everything in me says you take the Chiefs here at home on Thursday night. But I just like this Chargers team too much. I think they win the game, and I think even if they don't win, they keep it within four. Um, so, I'll take the Chargers. Barn burner. I think the over is set at 54. Take the yeah, over. I agree. All right, the last game, Ben. Vikings go to the Eagles. The Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorites. You're up first to wrap us up. I'm high on both these teams. The Vikings obliterated the Packers. Justin Jefferson's a monster. Um, the Eagles had a good game with the Lions, were down early, kind of fought back and took over that game. Um, I'm taking the Vikings. I don't, we only have two differences this week. Do it. No, I, I've already written down Vikings plus two and a half. Yeah, but do it. I've changed two of mine. I come with all of mine prepared, Benjamin. I know, and I do too, but I changed two of mine to be different. Come on, man. Do no, it. I like the Vikings in this game. I think the You're Vikings are a better team. How You're am coward. I a coward? You're a coward. How? We're gonna have because. a boring we're gonna have a boring week of picks. Coward. Then it's all about the journey, not the destination. You know what? Change my team. Change my pick of the Eagles. Do you want the Eagles? Mm-hmm. That wasn't – by the way, I, I'm sure the tone in my voice sounded like I was denigrating the Eagles there. I was not. I was laughing at how it easy it is for, for Ben to make his to, – to swap his picks. I'm trying to make this interesting for the people. You know, I'm trying to provide an entertaining product where we have differences, and you just don't care about the people. I come with my takes in hand, ready to go. I don't know what you do, but I I make up my mind and I stick to it. Loser. Coward. Yeah, that's why I won last year, bitch. That's why I won last year. That's why I won last year. Being a coward, that's how you won. Yeah, sorry. I was being a coward to my 14-game up victory. Change my pick back to the um, back of the Vikings. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, keep it at the Vikings. Mm, at the Eagles. Five, four, three. Mm-hmm. Two. Yeah, Vikings. Okay. Good. I didn't want to have to write it down again. Coward. You changed it back, coward. All right, give me the Eagles. No. You have ten seconds to make up your mind. <laughs> this is dead air for the for the for the people. 
Yeah, I have to say the Vikings, man. Okay. To. So the, our differences this week are Michigan State at Washington. And Nebraska. And Oklahoma, Nebraska. I like that. I like both of those. Nebraska shocks Nebraska shocks the world on Saturday. They just have to lose by 10. That would be shocking the world with the way they've been playing. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up here in just a second. I do want to throw a quick little uh, tidbit in here. Uh, tonight, Wednesday, 9-14, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina are making their 325th start as a battery together, which is awesome. Uh, most of MLB history now. So I just want to throw that in for the people at home. Also, screw you for not believing in Pujols. He's going to do it. When did I not believe in Pujols? Like, 700 is going to be no. hard for him to get to. Nope. It's not. He's going to do it. You do know that the postseason doesn't count, right? I know. He's going to do it. I, I hope you're right. Once again, a coward not believing in your own like guy. That's not what that is. Seems like it on this side of the camera. An understanding that he hits best against lefties. He hits best as a platoon guy. And there's only 20 games left in the season. How many more home runs does he need? Three. Hmm. Those at-bats are going to be spread out, Ben. I know. It's going to be close. I hope he does it. I never said he's not going to do it. Yeah, you did. No, that's not true. You definitely did. You're just throwing false accusations. You definitely you said, oh, he'll get A-Rod, but he won't get it. He won't get 700. People at home, don't let this skinny man corrupt you. He won't get 700. All he knows is how to lose pickums and piggyback teams in football and baseball because he can't pick winners on his own. What are you talking Mr. about? Mr. Bills fan and Braves fan over here. I've been a okay, that's just hateful. I've been a Braves fan since I was born. You watch six games in your 30 years on this planet. That's not true. My grandmother watches every game every season. You know how many nights I spent at her house? Watch a ton of games. I've been to multiple games. You're such a hater. <laughs> hater and a coward. Oh, and also, all right. the Bills. Yeah, I like the Bills. Okay. I haven't said they're my team. I like the Cowboys because they have Dak. Dak's out. And I love Josh Allen. Guess what? I'm also a Mississippi State fan. You're going to say I piggyback on them? I left out Alabama fandom to be a Mississippi State fan. Yeah, that That's was the dumb. opposite of a coward. That was That's dumb. the opposite of a coward. <laughs> that was dumb. You should have went to a different vet school. <laughs> Have been Auburn. That would have been, yeah, that would have been fun either. I mean, you would have got a national championship, right? Mm. No, you would have been to one, that 2013 team. Yeah, but if I pulled for Auburn ever, my dad would have disowned me. Which is fair on his part. I would, I would not respect him if he didn't. Yeah. Shout out Mark Williams. Yeah. All right, Ben, you have any closing remarks? No, just uh, okay. That's gonna wrap us up for tonight. Buzz is a coward, and um, I hope you all have a great week. And I hope I'm up two games next week. So, all right, that's gonna wrap us up for tonight. Tune in next week, and uh, we'll see who's ahead. Spoiler alert: it's gonna be me. 
Mm. All right. Bye. Bye.